Just holding this jade On Instagram it says you meditate So let's be friends, no haterade Living life, loving, getting laid Yeah, that's so retrograde Yeah, that's so retrograde Yeah, that's so retrograde Yeah, it's so retrograde Yeah, that's so retro, retrograde. Yeah, so retrograde. And now for our lovely hosts, Stephanie Simbari and Elizabeth Cott. Yes, you guys. Hail Appleman and Kaylee Cole. That was everything. everything. (laughs) Thank you so much. If Hale looks familiar, you can see him Wednesday nights on the Sci-Fi Network on the program Magicians. It's very so retrograde. We highly recommend it. Wednesdays at 9 and the first season is streaming on Netflix. Yes. Did we do it right? You did it right. We know how to do a plug, guys. We got this. We got this. How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you for being here. How many of you listen to the podcast? Fantastic. Yes. How many of you might not have heard the podcast Thank you, Kelly. before and that don't wow. feel embarrassed? It's okay. I respect that. Well, pre- prepare to be converted. Um, so... It's a wellness show. It's a wellness show with um, a lighthearted tone. We want to educate. <laughs> we want to educate and um, drink mezcal. Drink mezcal. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have complimentary <laughs> gem and bolt mezcal cocktails at the bar. And let me just share a few cool things about this female-founded company. Reading her talking points. Um, it is the it is the only mezcal that um, is distilled with the super herb. Damiana. Ooh. What's Damiana, you might I want to be friends with it. Um, it is used by the Aztecs to heal ailment from body to infertility. And um, it's a held... Because what I need is to get pregnant right, right. now. It's all what we all need right here Just in this me moment. me and nobody. What's um, good? It's also an aphrodisiac, so there you go. So thank you. We have the names of the cocktails are roses, rosemary and thorns. Cute. And Namaste listening. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's very on brand for us. Um, (laughs) I feel like this is a good one. We're really excited. Oh, so for the show today, we could not be more excited for this guest. We've both worked with her. We've had her on the show before on an unreleased episode that'll be released on the Greatest Hits album. Because we decided that we needed to bring it to the people. Yeah. It was that good of an episode. In your faces. Um, And so the tone is really like both Elizabeth and I, and I'm sure most of you guys are constantly trying to do things to work on yourselves and make your life better. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Right? We want to be aligned and we want to feel good and we want to ask the universe for the right things so that we're not spinning our wheels and crying all the time. And you know what? We might be crying all the time anyways. Not like I'm speaking from personal experience, but just, you know, you guys might be. <laughs> it's fine to cry also. Yeah. yeah. It's what we're saying. But she, this woman is... She's a light. I actually met her here in this very room, which is great. And then as most things happen, our guests come into our lives by spur of the moment encounters. And here we are together. So we are going to welcome our guest in a moment. But before she enters the stage, I want to um, we're talking about vision boarding today. Right. And I did thought I, I did not mention that we didn't, but that's okay. okay. I felt like it. Built, we did a solid build. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if everyone wants to close their eyes for a second and think about something that they want to call in at this moment, maybe career in their personal life, whatever that may be, just to kind of get our heads in the game for this information we're about to download. Cool. Awesome. So let's keep that in the back of our minds uh, as we do this talk. I'm going to read all of the names of all of the hats that this person wears. She is, well, her name, first of all, it's the spiritual owl, you guys. So let's, ooh, so yes. Already we have intrigue. Wisdom, energy worker, intuitive angel card reader, spiritual guide, Reiki practitioner, empath, meditation teacher, medium, past life regression reader, psychic energy reader, psychometry practitioner. And just all around magical just beautiful woman. soul. So let's please welcome to the stage the spiritual owl. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Hi. Yay. Thank you for joining us. Cutest. Thank you. For now, do you me. prefer to go by <laughs> spiritual or owl or the? <laughs> Well, how about we combine all three and go for the spiritual? Okay, oh. right. You Perfect. can call me whatever you would like, Elizabeth, though. Okay, thank you. I appreciate Whenever that. Elizabeth sends to our group text, she just goes, owl, <laughs> which I love. I just call her I owl. love that so much. Amazing. <laughs> so thank you for joining us Thank today. you for having me. I feel like this is a full circle moment, as yes. I said, that we first were introduced to one another in this room. So yeah, here we are now. Other things we've done here is get our ear pierced. Yes, we also got our ear pierced on this stage. I took mine out. You did? Yeah, I felt like it was hitting... Does anyone ever... Feels like a betrayal in a it way. It felt like it was hitting a weird like acupressure point for me that I couldn't quit. And so I got rid of it. And it was a little bit tight. They gave you like a stud and mm -hmm, you guys mm -hmm, don't care mm -hmm. about this. Anyway. It was a lot. Anyway, full moon piercings <laughs> and dim lighting. Don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> the girls that let us go before them, they were like, we're scared. They don't look like they know what we're, they're doing. And it I was, was like, it's going to be fine. Like it's lit in the middle of the room here. On yeah, it was stage. pretty dark. Was People pretty... were getting tattoos. What the fuck? It was, it was I mean, anything for a free tattoo, I guess. Responsible people. <laughs> I don't know. They're expensive. You have Hi. to stick with that forever. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so You're welcome. <laughs> so delightful. Yeah. We, we, to be here. We again. went over a bit of, of the many hats you wear, but could you yeah. give us a little background on yes. the spiritual owl? I would love to. Awesome. Hello, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> Lovely to see you all. Um, well, I think it's plainly obvious that I was born in London 
um, England. Um, a generational, intuitive, and all of the above that the lovely ladies explained here. Um, and yeah, I, my gifts are uh, generational. Um, my mom is a um, very gifted medium, although she does not practice, and she's here in the room today. Mama Owl. <laughs> Mama Owl. Um, so yeah, I always had my gifts from a very young age. Um, I had my empathic skills and my ability to kind of see ahead and my communication with animals. I work as an animal communicator as well. So kind of, I always, I had all these kind of extraordinary gifts, encounters with spirit. Um, and then it wasn't until um, I had a very serious and devastating accident when I was 21. Uh, it left me handicapped for 10 to 15 years. I was in a wheelchair and on crutches. I had a mobility scooter that I named and I used to razz around on. Um, I was bedridden um, for a period of time with round-the-clock care. And I had a really um, extensive journey of, um, as I said, 10 to 15 years of being handicapped. And I was very lucky to have an encounter destined, obviously, with still um, a lady who remains now one of my masters and one of my best friends. And I had a very profound healing experience. And obviously, because here I am now, and I have my beautiful spiritual practice here in LA, where I get to help People live the fulfilling lives and journeys that they've always intended. And, and I never gave up on the life that I was knew was possible. So, yes, here I am. It's a miracle. Inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. I like when you told the story last time, it was you just wandered into a village. Yeah, I did. It was just like, it was an extraordinary story. It really was. I was somewhere where I wasn't meant to be. And um, we got sort of in the middle of England in this tiny little um, village. And we ended up staying over, wandering into this kind of it, it's a very magical village, um, cobbled streets and nowhere was open. And then there was this one store open and I just wandered inside and there was this very enchanting lady in there with her beautiful little girl. And the little girl was crying. And the moment I walked in, she just stopped and stared at me. And I went up to the lady. I was just drawn to her. And I never forget what she said to me. She said, you can be well. And it was, you know, I, I get emotional when I think about it now. And I remember her, she gave me a rose quartz crystal and I left. And I didn't reach out to her again for a number of months because I was kind of, you know, I was just getting on with life and, and carrying on the journey. And then I kind of reached out to her and I went and met her and she said, we, we had this amazing talk. And she said, I want you to think about whether, the, whether you really want to be well because once you start this journey with me, there's no going back. Now I realise what she meant. Yeah. Uh, because when you have an encounter like that and a very profound healing experience, want to call it enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, it, it changes you. And, and my spiritual practice and discipline now becomes has become like breathing. So it's kind of, it was a moment of like having to take responsibility for your own life. Well, I think there's, we could spend a long time obviously going into that, you know, and there were many, many different ways we worked together in many different elements, combining many different traditions and wisdoms and practices. Um, and she, you know, she said to me what I say to people, I, I don't work with everybody who comes to me and that's got nothing to do with ego. It's got to do with the fact that you have all the answers within. I merely facilitate the process. So you have to be willing to take that journey. You have to be willing to want to take that journey. So, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. We're so happy you're here. I'm so happy I'm here. <laughs> we're gonna, we have, you have a wealth of knowledge, but today we're going to talk in particular about vision boarding and yeah. more so 
kind of get to the meat of it versus like it's a fun art project, which it is a fun art project and like a great way to recycle magazines. But there is a way to really go about it with intention and have yeah. it hold meeting and represent, be a, be a physical representation of what you're trying to call in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, in the times that we're living in at the moment, I think hope is an incredibly important thing that we all need to have. And creating something like a vision board, mood board, you know, kind of motivational tools, it gives us hope, you know, that we, we you know, what we are just talking about, that we have the power to manifest and create the life that we want. It, we're not being guided by some other force out there. We can take responsibility, you know, for our own lives and create the life that we want. So something like this and many other motivational visualization tools give us the ability to be able to really have, you know, get clear about what it is we want and then create that life, you know. So the way that I feel they're most effective is because sometimes I feel I have a problem with a vision board because I'm like, well, it's just about what I think that I want on like a surface level, not yeah. necessarily what like I truly want or need uh, on a deeper level. And so I thought we could kind of talk tools to tap into ha to how to get to the place of beginning. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And the whole philosophy behind a vision board is the law of attraction theory that when we focus on what we desire, you know, we will attract it into our lives However, we all, or a lot of people spend a lot of time, unfortunately, attracting the things that they don't want into their lives. Um, so it's really important to get clear about exactly what it is that you want. Um, there are many ways that you can do that, and I know there's some tools we're going to talk about today. Um, but, but one of the things that obviously is the best thing that you can do to create connection with higher self, source, soul, which is where I believe our truth lies, um, is meditation. You know, always come back to meditation, um, clearing your mind and sort of dropping into here allows us to see um, not only with our physical spite, but our spiritual vision as well. Um, but I've got an interesting question for you guys and, and, and if everyone in the audience wants to participate as well. So is your gut and intuition, if we talk about gut and intuition, is that a thought or a feeling? Feeling. A feeling. And where do you feel your gut and intuition? here okay and what is a thought what is a thought yeah is that where do you where do you feel that or where do you oh, sense that in your brain okay and that's a thought not a feeling right yeah yeah i think okay sometimes, no, that's sometimes right. they meet in the middle yeah okay or I'll, sometimes you think a thought is a feeling or a feeling is a thought mm, okay but if we if we talk about gut and intuition you're saying <laughs> you feel it here right yeah in your solar plexus chakra emotional core center yeah, just it's above your tummy. So, how often did your gut and intuition let you down? Never. Never. Nay, really? Nay. Okay. <laughs> how, <laughs> how often do your thoughts let you down? Pretty much constantly. <laughs> okay. So, here comes the penultimate question. How many decisions a day do you make from your thoughts? Almost all of them. And how many do you make from your gut and intuition? Those are... I feel like those are a longer process. Yeah, you've got to take some time for that. Yeah. Okay, but you just told me that your gut and intuition never lets you down. Right. But it's not... The head is so much louder. Absolutely. But you know what? It's a bit like going downtown LA and having a GPS system in your pocket and not using it and having to find yourself down to the west side and never have been to LA before. So it's, it's really interesting that people have lost trust in that intuition which effectively is your own gps right 
Well, I feel like we're conditioned out of being in touch with it at all. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that starts at a very young age. You know, when yeah. you look at children, you know, very often you look at small children, they have no idea of kind of gender, race, sexuality, religion. They just play. They're not thinking about kind of just interact together. And animals have managed to retain it as well. They stay present in the moment. And then as we get older, it's like, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This is what success is. This is what failure is. This is what pretty is. This is what ugly is. This, oh, oh, oh. And then we lose that and we start believing that. And we lose belief in ourselves. And I think that's a lot of the reason why we're where we are right now in the world. Because yeah. if we listen to ourselves, then I would like to think that we'd be living the fulfilling lives and journeys that we've always intended. So, yeah. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Just change the way you operate. <laughs> Um, talking of tools, one of, the, one of the great tools, you know, one of the blocks I see the most common blocks around is love. But that's not only a love for others, but also a love for oneself. So I have a great exercise that I love um, working through with clients, which is called 100 Things You Love About You and 100 Things You Would Love in a Love. Now, usually I get generally quite a horrified response from people, from clients, when I ask them to write 100 things that they would love about themselves. But you know what? If you don't value yourself and you don't have belief in yourself how can you kind of like manifest the life that is you really want not the life you just feel you should settle for so I have them write two lists as I said a hundred things they love about themselves and also a hundred things they want in a love because very often people say oh yeah I know exactly what I want in a relationship but they're not manifesting it into their physical lives so it's like I, I it's really surprising how many people when also when you get them to do this list are like they're like, I've actually never really sat down and done this before and actually realized what it is I'm looking for in somebody. I'm just kind of like searching out there, but I don't really know what it is that I'm looking for. So, um, and then I have them repeat that on a seven-day cycle. So you repeat the list out for seven days, the same list, 100 things you love about you and 100 things you would love in a love. So over the seven days, what it does is three things. It helps you reignite a beautiful love affair with yourself makes you realize how amazing you are, okay? Because how many times a day do people tell you you're amazing? Five to 50. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, constantly. But we live, we live generally in a very judgmental world. And it's not, I, I think it's not become sort of so common that we raise each other, but more that we can be very critical and very judgmental. You will never find affirmation of how amazing you are from outside, and it you almost, it doesn't matter, like, if someone does say that to you, I feel like it's really hard for most people to take that in if yeah. it's not coming, if it's not resonating with what they already think and feel. Absolutely. So if you can find that affirmation within yourself of how amazing you are, wouldn't the journey be so different if you weren't looking for that externally? Think of all that time and energy that you'd, you'd have back to kind of create this amazing life. So, yeah, so it, it does that. It helps you get really clear about what you want in a relationship and love. And also, a lot of the time, I find that it kind of helps people realize that, well, actually, how I've been journeying isn't really how I want to. So that's a really great tool. Um, the other one I use is, is called the five-year plan, and it's a bit of a spin on a business plan and a vision board. So it's kind of creating a five-year plan, again, for the life you would want as if it's already happening, implementing sort of tools, strategies, and practices from the physical world with spiritual traditions and wisdoms and teachings. And I do that a lot in my practice. I work a lot with people across the board with that, and I've seen some really extraordinary results. So is this like a word doc? 
Well, you know, I, I actually, I try to get people not to do anything on electronic devices. Ooh. Explain. I, so I have clients when like I do it. this, I work with a lot of corporate clients, a lot of CEOs of businesses, and I have them have a whiteboard. So the other thing that's great about that is, because what I do is I have them do a five-year plan. And what we do is I intuitively read while they strategize for their business. So cool. it's a really interesting concept. And as I said, that's I've seen cool. some incredible results happen from it. Um, so I have them divide that into five years. But I use a whiteboard because, and, and one way they can wipe off, because energy is ever moving and ever changing. And what happens is people tend to get stuck and think then that there's no sort of like flexibility to something. So I like that, you know what, if something changes, rub it off and write something else on. Make the intention clear and sort of have a plan but all plans change. And that's another thing that we've got very uncomfortable with, change. So I like to be able to adopt that. So yeah, that's how we do it. And then what we do afterwards is we break that into a 12-month plan. And usually I have people do three personal aspirations and three aspirations, three aspirations, that was two, three, um, around their business goals. So yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, it gives, it gives people a very clear path of exactly sort of, you know, for the next 12 months or the next five years, but I said with flexibility. But all the while, while you're doing that, while you're doing the 100 things you love about you, while you're doing the plan, all of these things, you're manifesting all the time. Because as we know, what you put out is what you get back if we subscribe to Law of Attraction, which we do. I do. We do. Much so so. Yeah. <laughs> we're, on, we're on that train. So would you say that these exercises all kind of lend to getting clear on, as you said, they're all yeah. manifest manifestation tools, but then for doing something like a vision board, then as you're putting something like that together, it becomes very, you're able to really channel what it is you want to Absolutely. And that's there. why I kind of, when I do my workshops and events, I, I do that. I do a series of exercises, first of all, because these, you know, we can't underestimate the power of these manifestation tools. We know that when we do things like a vision board, you know, it's illuminating visual reminder of our true heart's desires. But what it does is it brings our thoughts to the forefront of our consciousness. And if those thoughts are at the forefront of our consciousness, that's what we're putting out. That's what we're putting out. It's just energy. You know, so what we're putting out is what we're getting back. So you want to be very clear you don't want to be like throw everything at the wall and hope something sticks. You want to be very clear about the life that it is that you want because that's another thing that I have with a lot of people. They'll come to me and they'll say, you know what, I don't know what, you, what, what I want. And after an hour together, we'll know exactly what they want. Because people have those answers. But they've put too many boundaries and limitations on themselves. It's always if, but, how, why, maybe. And then they throw in money, failure and success. So whenever I'm working with clients, I like to remove all of those boundaries. Let's take those aside. What is it that you want for your life? What's going to make you happy? Not what everybody else is doing or not what you think you should be doing. Or Yeah. Something that we have touched on in the past is the idea of doing this from a place of love versus a place of ego. Absolutely. Well, that's where I roll back to the kind of connecting with higher self, source, soul, whatever you want to, your true heart's desires. And again, you know, things like meditation are a great practice to do. And, you know, I, I have my own way of teaching meditation and working with meditation. I've even devised a sort of five minute meditation that I do because my goal is that you should be able to meditate in the middle of Times Square. You know, it should be, a, it, and, and also, if you work enough of discipline and practice that you can be meditating 24 hours a day. Now, I can guarantee you, if you start making a lot more of those decisions from gut and intuition, you will become very much more heart-centered. You'll trust more. And that's kind of like in a meditative way, right? 
if you're making decisions kind of from your gut and intuition, because that's what meditation does. Clear your mind, you drop into your heart center. Yeah, you don't get that moment of like, you, oh, should I? Absolutely, because you've just said to me, my gut and intuition never lets me down. Yeah. So if you practice something that all the time was bringing you what you wanted, wouldn't you trust more in that than this? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain, because you have a very specific method. I do, yeah. And, and we love it. So we'd love to share it with the audience. Absolutely, yeah. You know, just over my years of working, I kind of found that this was what worked best. We have a um, visual aid for those who are unable little, to see this at the moment. We do. We have a little visual aid here. Um, what I like to do is I like to separate the board into three equal sections. Because these are kind of the areas that people, I find people will focus the most on. Um, equal sections, because everything in life should be in balance. And I've placed spiritual in the middle of the board because that should be at the core of our being. We're spiritual beings, right? We're having a human existence, but we're, well, I believe we're spiritual also, beings. So it has your name in it, so. It has the little <laughs> spiritual. Oh, yes, it does. Very good. Um, so yeah, I divide the board into love, family, home, spiritual in the middle section and life purpose work and travel in the bottom section and as I said these boards should be like a complete place of freedom so using kind of memorabilia photographs Pinterest quotes um, it's about creating the life you want as if it's already happened and and then I have people put the images in those representation of love family home representation of spiritual life purpose why did it call it life pur why did I call it life purpose because I believe that we should love what we do I think we I think our work should be our life purpose or part of it you know, again, I think that we'd be in a very different space in the world if we were all getting up every morning and loving what we did, right? Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Or empowering so ourselves to go toward that. Absolutely, yeah. Taking those steps and feeling like we can and that we, we have the ability to be able to do that. So, yeah. And um, with regards to love, family, and home. And as I said, the other thing, sorry, just want to say the other thing that I do is ask people to remove money from the equation. This is always an interesting one. Now, what that means is... Don't, it, obviously money exists, although I believe money is an energy exchange. That's the way I see it. Um, but don't let money limit what you're going to put on there. Don't let that be kind of the defining, oh, I can't put that on because it will never happen. I'll never be able to afford it. I'm not going to be able to do that. And if you want to put three houses in the home section, great. But do it from a place of love, not because, oh, I want people to think that I'm cool because I've got three houses, put it on because you know that's actually what I'd really love I might want a house here I might want a house in London I might want a house in Hawaii you know <laughs> just saying <laughs> um, with regards to family and um, again kind of you know if you're looking to want to get married or if you're just wanting to have a family what would that look like it's a representation of kind of the things that are most important to you and then with love again I try to steer people away from putting exact images of certain people yeah. on the board. It's meant to be kind of a representation of, again, the qualities, the characteristics that you would like to attract into your life. Also because <laughs> we're in LA and it could be a little too specific. I also just pictured like a really hot guy with like a lumberjack thing, but just with no face. <laughs> Why? The silhouette Why of a lumberjack. <laughs> that is what you would like to put on your board, my darling. Just something hyper-masculine. You could put whatever you want. But the, whole <laughs> thing, the whole thing is, it's meant to be a representation of the life we would want as if it's already happening. 
Okay, so not the life that necessarily where you are now, but what's coming. You can put elements of what's happening right now, but also what's to come. Spiritual um, can be anything of a spiritual nature. You know, what is your kind of calling do you feel here? You know, what do you have to share with the world? What difference do you want to make? And, you know, what interest do you have spiritually? It can be around yoga or a kind of, you know, um, many different things. Meditation. Um, what would you sorry, say to don't. someone who feels like they maybe don't have a necessarily spiritual practice. Absolutely. Um, Then draw upon elements that you feel are things that mean the most to you or kind of like, because that is of a spiritual nature as well. It's not all about taking a yoga class or meditating. Spirituality can be um, revolve around many different things. For some people, it might just be, you know, reaching out to someone who you love and being there for them. It, it, it comes in many different forms. It isn't complex. It's simple. Like so I have just, friends who say like, oh, when I go running, it makes me feel like... Absolutely. The yeah. most clear. Well, and things like running, things like swimming, those are all med- very meditative practices right. also. And you hear that a lot from people. So if that's what resonates with you as your kind of spiritual path, so what then place it on the board. You. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you feel... Yeah, it makes you feel in balance, kind of gives you clarity, allows you to ground, but gives you possibility. So, yeah, that can be a number of things. You know, recycling I've got up on here because taking care of our planet because we need it to take care of it. We need to respect it more. So, yeah, all different things can go on there. And then the bottom one generally is one that I have a lot of fun with people because it's life, purpose, work and travel. And this is where we can get really creative. Travel because I think that we should all go somewhere new every year. I think it's so important to expand our horizons, experience how other people live. It gives us, you know, more cultural knowledge and it it, it makes us able really to relate to others in a way as well, in in a certain different way. Um, But then with regards to life, purpose and work, well, here, here you really do have freedom. So this is about putting stuff on there, that business that you always wanted to set up. You know, very often when I work with people and they're like, they, they want to set businesses up, I'll have them go and print cards, business cards. The business may not be there yet, but it's all about sort of like manifestation. I do allow people and do tell people, put checks on there if that's what you want to put. How much do you need investment for something to start up? If there's going back to school or, you know, kind of if it's just where you are right now, but you kind of want to create a different role or, you know, there's, there's a breadth of different things. If it's business people, their goals and aspirations. If I work with actors, what roles do they want to be kind of achieving? In fact, I was just speaking to somebody the day and they were telling me that, They'd been super specific about something and it, boom, it had come straight in with, with a role and it was amazing. And they'd, they'd sort of alchemized it with a very How quick period of time. How important is specificity? I think it's extremely important. Okay. I think be as specific as possible. And I encourage people, and that's why I say, it's not about throwing something up there and kind of having a general sort of casual idea. Be honest with yourself about what you want and don't be fearful about putting stuff on there. And don't be fearful about kind of doing this. You know, you can redo these boards every year, but sometimes I say people plan for five years because people sort of like tend to put too much pressure on themselves to think, oh my gosh, it's a year, I'm never going to achieve all that. So make it over a longer period of time. Whatever it is that you want, put it up there, get creative. If you want to write a TV show, put the title of the show up on there. You know, it's, it can be anything and everything. But just giving visual images for the life that you want or quotes, anything that's going to inspire you, anything that you feel is you're going to attract and draw 
into your life or that you want to. Are there any like no-nos into like what not to put up that can like give mixed messages to the universe? Yeah, I that's a really great question actually because I do ask people to be really, really clear. Again, going back to putting certain people on the board, I kind of be cautious about doing that. I'd also be cautious about doing anything that's ego-driven. Now, what I mean by that is doing something that is for um, somebody else, not for yourself. Because as we know, that never ends well, right? You mean like someone else's vision of you? Yeah, like not who you want to be, but how you try to portray yourself to Mm. please somebody else. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that on a frequent basis. So I'm kind of like, be really mindful that this is your journey. I feel like that's the most important piece of discerning. Like, does it serve you or does it serve what you want people to think of you? Yeah, because as I said, you'll never receive that affirmation from others. You have to find that within. You have to. It's essential. So again, going back to the board, putting things on there, that things that are going to be make you happy, things that you want for your life, things that are going to inspire you. You know, it's it's your journey. It's nobody other, no one else's. So be sure that it's a journey that you want to take. It's a bit like kind of writing your novel of your own life. How do you want that to look? How do you want it to begin? Where do you want the middle part to be? How do you want it to end? And yeah, it's, I, I just think they're such powerful tools. And then the key um, after you've created it is to place it somewhere where you can see it every day. And this is another thing that people are a bit like, I'll go, I'll go to people and it'll like be in the closet. And I'm like, where's your vision board? And... <laughs> <laughs> And so have it somewhere where you can see it every single day because, again, when we focus on something continuously and we bring it to the forefront of our consciousness, then we are able to attract it into our lives. And what I love about the way that you've organized it is that it kind of gives the person doing it the opportunity to be surprised by what they're looking for. Like, I don't know, you know, if you're like, oh, what, what is it that I want in love? And you're looking through your magazines or whatever, like the thing that reaches out to you might not be the thing that you think that you want and also take your time with it you know people are oh my god I've got to get it done in like two days I'm like no you know you may you may take weeks to do this it might even take you know I I would I would say not months I I would hope weeks but you know you might be out and something might really resonate with you an image you might see or you know you also might be going through a process in your life where you're reevaluating what it is that you want where you're kind of figuring out things so give yourself time it's meant to be an enjoyable process but I do one every year and and as I said really really great powerful visualization tool for joy it seems so simple but life's simple why do we want to overcomplicate everything it's like if something's simple we're like oh no that can't be right like we've got to find an explanation for it (laughs) you know so many people question love and I'm like why do we need to find an explanation for love I don't want to find an explanation love is love right it just is we are human beings but I think we've we've forgotten a little bit how to just be and surrender to that. So yeah. Drops Mike a little. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it up in your house, you're looking at it, you're seeing it every day. Yep. How do we take it from the inception to the application? In a sense of how we create. Yeah. How we create one. Yeah. Well, just as you see here in front of you, once you've kind of like sat with yourself for a while and got real clarity about what it is that you want in your life, which I think is super important. That's a, a few internal conversations, working through some of the exercises, meditation practice, which I think is something amazing. And as I said, even five minutes, I get my clients to start with five minutes in the morning, 
five minutes in the evening, just sit in a quiet room. You don't have to be sat in any particular pose or any particular chants or mantras. Just quieten your mind and be still. That's all it takes. Um, and then go and grab yourself a poster board. Again, a lot of people like to do these on their computers. And I think that's great. I'm just really would prefer something to be, I'm a very tactile person and just because of the work that I do with energy, I think it's really great to have like a visual reminder that's tangible. Um, so just grab a board. I mean, these, these obviously are boards that I, I provide and that I, that I have for clients, but, and then just write love family home across the top, spiritual in the middle, life purpose, work and travel at the bottom and start creating just start looking for images or go through photographs memorabilia as i said pinterest is another great source of imagery that you can go through and just whatever resonates with you when i do the workshops and events we have like a board that we have a table at the back with like loads of images and glue sticks and glitter sticks because i love people to just people love the glitter sticks <laughs> i love how could you sticks. not exactly right, right? Yeah. um and then just get creative and as i said don't don't give yourself kind of like i've got to do this in a day just be but really i really want you kind of get imaginative with it as well like I said creating the business card creating the resume hey create a resume put it on there for the life the resume you would love to have you know create um write your checkout write your business plan right another thing that I work a lot with with people is write a mission statement on there because that's another thing that people kind of is a great thing a few sentences what it is that you want to do with your life the space you want to work where is the environment do you want to work outside do you want an office do you want to be working in a studio you know kind of like who are the people you want to be working with another thing that I didn't mention that I do have people do or I ask people to do is to put on their mentors people who aspire them people it's not about who you want to be but it's about taking characteristics or like kind of, you know, if somebody inspires you with their certain life path, place those people on the board and let that be an inspiration to you also. So then, are we yeah. inspired? I hope so. Yeah. Are you ready to get out the glue sticks? I am. That's what we should have done. <laughs> yeah. So then placing it somewhere where you can see it every day. That's yeah. really, that, that's such an important thing. You and then have I guess my question was more like then, you Sorry. know. No, no. You're wonderful. Don't be sorry. Um, just like in terms of, okay, say, so this is a place in the world that you have on your board. Yeah. Then the things that you would do to like take it to the next okay. place. That's okay. That's my question. Well. Like, this is somewhere beautiful that I've never been. <laughs> what happens is you'd be surprised how simple this process is also. Because you don't really have to do anything. Mm. What happens is just seeing those things every day is a reminder and as I said it brings those thoughts to the forefront of your mind and what happens is you'll be surprised how your intonation will be to actually start putting those things into the physical world because they're going to be a reminder every day of what it is that you really want and if you created it from a place of love and from truth then that's going to resonate with you every day. And believe you me, that will override everything else every time. So you may see this beautiful picture every day. If you saw that beautiful picture every day, let's just say, I, I'm, let's just say that this is, oh, hi. It's not, but let's just say it is. And every day you saw a picture of oh, hi. What do you think might happen? Probably go there. Absolutely. Just drive up there. Absolutely. Why? Because it's right in front of you. Because why? Someone else answer. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. And also it was your intention. Because you can. Right? How often when you're constantly thinking about something, does it manifest? I guess it does. Yeah, yeah. it might not manifest in the way that you want it, but yeah. that might have been because you weren't clear about it. Right. Yeah. So true. So if you've got clarity and something's at the forefront of your consciousness, then the chances are you're going to be drawing it in energetically wise. And it will come to you one way or another. See it all the time. Law of Attraction 101. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any questions specifically? Here's something that might be an added incentive. We have hot off the presses. That's a retrograde lighters for anyone who participates. <laughs> Um, so firm believer in kind of visualizing and like looking at your vision board every day, but I've also heard that it's good to kind of create it and then put it away and like let it bloom and almost like the right season. So what is your take on that? Well, my take is if you put it away, how are you going to be able to focus your intention on it? True. Yeah. The whole theory I keep, you know, we, we keep talking this evening about law of attraction, which is a very simple theory that when we focus on something... We draw it in. So the board needs to be somewhere where you can see it. Otherwise, you, I, I, that, I mean, that's just my way of doing things. And that's my belief system with it, that it, that it has to be there right in front of us. Because again, if every day I'm, I'm getting up and I'm seeing and there's recycle on the board and that's something that's important to me, what am I going to do? Make sure every day that that's a part of my daily ritual or my daily life. Gotcha. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. If I put on there... Here we've got, I've got the donkeys because of the work that I do as an animal communicator. So every day I'm reminded to spread my wings. I'm reminded of the fact that that's something that's important to me and something that I want in my life as my life purpose. So it is, I think, I think it's very important. I think if you put it away, I, I don't understand how you can then gotcha. be focusing on it, which is, is the sort of way that we're meant to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hi. Hello. So do you ever work with couples? I do. Like doing shared vision boards and... I do work with couples. I work with couples and I also work with business partners. Um, I'm always mindful to say whenever you work in the realm of energy, as long as you're open to whatever may come up and you're happy to share anything and everything, that's how... That's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's always what I stipulate. I won't work with people unless they're together, unless they're sort of absolutely happy with... But that is because I work also as a channeler, so I don't filter my what comes up. But even working on vision boards, that can be the case, you know. But, but yeah, I always make sure that people are happy because we want to be coming everything from a place of truth. I don't want anyone editing or creating mm -hmm. blocks because they're worried about what they might and might not be saying. That's not where I go with my work. I want everything to come from a place of truth. So, yeah. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Um, my question is about the five-year plan. Yep. Um, so you said split it up into 12 months. Well, what I do first of all is I do the five years, and then uh -huh. usually with clients I break it down into 12 months. 12 months. And yeah. then do you and you break and then do you, you said you break it up into three months too? Like No, no. I just do 12 months and then I do kind of three personal and three uh, business aspirations. And and every, for the next year. 
Three personal and Yeah, three. and then I kind of tend to work year by year with people. So we'll do a five-year, we'll then break it down into a 12-month. Once that 12-month's done, then we'll move on to the next 12 months. But the whole way that that works and something that, that I, the way that I do it in my practice is I read and you strategize. Well, uh-huh. I strategize with you, but it's kind of a combination of two things. So I said it's yeah. kind of like manifesting, it's reading, and it's a business plan. It's, it's quite a unique combination, but that, very effective, yeah. And then for the uh, the 12 months, is there a way to break it down anymore? Yeah, you can break it. Oh, my gosh, I have people write way more than that. Okay. Um, but the whole thing as well is uh, because of the way that I work with people, yeah. now your intonation may be to write 50 things on that first month. My intonation will be go, whoa, we need to find the balance mm-hmm. because that's always what I'm looking at spiritually. Mm-hmm. Everything should be in balance. And also by reading, I'll kind of intuited as well, kind of, you know, ahead of time. That's what I do. And also yeah. now. So I work with clients to find that balance. Because that's another thing. A lot of people will kind of think that they can do like, they'll want to pack into a month, a year. Right. And then they don't ever end up achieving those achieving. things because they feel completely overwhelmed all the time. I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I think people put way too much pressure on themselves. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I feel like kind of somewhat it's surrender and active participation, but finding the balance between the two. It's remembering, you know, that you can do all these things, but also you can have a great life and spend time with your family and your loved ones and take care of you. It's really hard. We live in such a fast world where everything's like yesterday, not even today. So like everything's like on fast forward, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like people feel like they have to achieve things like so much. It's like, no, just enjoy life. It's there to be enjoyed. We forget that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lighter for you right there. And there's another opportunity for Q&A. Don't you worry. We got you all. Hi. Hello. So I have um, like a cork board, bulletin board for my yeah. vision board. And yeah. I found that I put way too many things on it and it kind of overlapped. And then eventually one day it fell down. So, <laughs> so I kind of like looked at that and I was like, this is too much. So what would you advise for someone that maybe wants too many things, has so many visions? How do you narrow it down? Well, I don't, I, here's what I'm going to say to you. I don't think you can ever like, you know, have too many visions. I think that's great and you're completely inspired and that's wonderful and you've got all these great wonderful things you want to do so maybe for you it would be better to go do you know what I'm going to do this vision board just for the year so for the next year this is what I'm going to focus on from that we'll build these other things so that can be next year's vision board and this is how I work with the five-year plan as well we build from year to year so this year what are the things that I kind of want to achieve on here and then the next year I can I can add on to that for what's next to come. So instead of trying to put your whole life that you want for the next however many years on one board, just break it down and then just do a year and then it can carry into the next year. What do I need to do in order? Well, well I'll just ask you, what would you like to do with your life? Kind of what's your life purpose? What, what do you feel that you would like your life purpose to be? career whatever do you have any kind of what do you have do you have any like aspirations that are like things that are really important to you that you want to achieve um yeah I mean I just want to like make things that make people feel um good about themselves and I want to make people happy so that's kind of like my purpose beautiful yeah so regards to making those things that are going to make people happy maybe take you know three or four of those things for the first year Mm -hmm. and then build on that that something else would come after that in the second year and then what would come the next year so kind of like just maybe stream line it a little bit and be more precise again it's about having clarity what do I have to do to get from here to here and then next year I can add some more things 
in the next year. And that's why, again, I do that five-year plan because we look ahead and then we break it down. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Does that answer your question? Yes. And also... You know, the board does not need to be this sparse. I did this so that you could have a clear. I, I love it if you cover it with loads of images. Don't ever feel that you can't, you know, you, you can't put whatever you want on there. But just maybe, because honestly, all of those things that you put on that board, was it realistic that all those things, you would be able to, to do those all in one year, do you think? Definitely not in one year, but it was kind of like, I really would like to live this type of life eventually. Absolutely. So then, as I said, take it year by year. Let's do year one and then know, you know what, next year. And I take all this stuff off and I can put up the next thing. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Allow the journey to be a journey. Thanks. Um, what advice would you have for someone who's afraid to be precise? Because I don't want to, like, miss Great out on question. Asking for a friend. <laughs> so... <laughs> Could you, sorry, could you just say that again? Because it was just a little bit fun. Um, what advice would you have for someone who's afraid to like zero in on one thing that they really want because they want or they don't want to cancel out anything? Ah. Like, eliminate any options. Okay. Well, do you mean in relation to the vision board? Life. In relation to <laughs> in life. Relation in to life. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I would say is that it would probably be um, a good idea to gain more clarity about exactly what it is that you want, um, to have a trust in oneself of that plan, and also to realize that how often in life are you only able to do one thing and then nothing else is going to happen for the rest of your life, right? So say you do focus on that one thing, we know that a million other things are going to happen that year, right? Things that will be destined, things that other people will bring into our life. And, and it doesn't mean that you have to do just that one thing. You can do a number of things. It's just about feeling safe within oneself and trusting that actually that is something that can blossom into something else. So it's just kind of regrounding a little bit. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. yeah. And realizing, you know, okay, I can do this but I can also do lots of other things as well. Because actually, if you're not being too honest with what you want, and you're kind of like holding off on that, you're going to actually be doing yourself a disservice. So all this other stuff is just going to be fluff. And then you're going to kind of just continue to feel like you may be going around in circles. Mm -hmm. So would it be a crime to maybe leave one of these categories blank if you let's say you're just kind of open to whatever i would definitely not leave one of those categories blank okay no. would it be a crime though <laughs> um i can't i can't say a well, crime. Uh, but because at the end of the day all of those categories that i've put on there are things that i think are all important to us at the end of the day everybody wants love our home is our foundation you know is our stability our security, although I always say once you take a spiritual journey, you'll feel home wherever you are because home is within. Um, spiritual path, I think whatever it is, whether it's, whether Elizabeth, as you said, or, or Stephanie, as you said, it's running or swimming or your yoga practice or just your philosophy of life, your outlook of, outlook of life, that is what creates our balance. And then our work, our life purpose, you know, that also is equally important to us. So everything in balance, you know, it's about having all those things balanced. So I wouldn't leave anything off the board. I think you're like doing yourself a disservice. one thing for everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you can't find one thing for anything, meditate. We dare you. 
Yeah. (laughs) So this exercise, maybe if we are not having a clear vision come through, it really gives us an opportunity to explore a side of ourselves that we might not have visited. Yeah, I think we all know what we want in life. And it's like I said, it's one of those classics where people will come to me and they're like, but I just don't know. And I'm like, well, you know what? I think you do. And then we kind of do, I do a wonderful aura and chakra clearing, which Elizabeth is what you experienced when we did the workshop. And it kind of leads people in a meditation. We go through a series of exercises to create clarity. And, and you know, people do know what they want. It's just allowing themselves to remove all of that stuff. As I said, the, the if, buts, hows, why maybe is the failure the success the money because that's all the reasons why people will say they can't do something you know it's really interesting you could speak to somebody when they were 15 or 16 maybe and they, they would say I want to do this a certain thing in their life that they aspire to I can guarantee you you could speak to that same person when they were maybe kind of like in their 40s 45 50 and if they hadn't done it the answer would still be the same thing but it would Sad. be, oh, I had this and I had this financial and I couldn't do it because of the, and it would be all the reasons why. And then you could speak to that same person again when they were 80. And if they hadn't done it, they'd be, you know what? If I had my time again, this is what I would do. I think there are certain gifts that we all have and I think they don't leave us. And I think if you don't acknowledge them and just go for it, I think you're doing yourself a great disservice because you'll always be searching for that. Always. You have to acknowledge those things. We all have them. They're all there inside. It's just going, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it anyway because this is what's going to make me happy. Me. Not everybody else. Not what I've been told. Because so many times I work with people and they'll be like, yeah, but I did everything I should have done. You know, I went to college. I got this great job. I bought the house. I got the car. I have the friends. I've done all this. And they're like, but it hasn't bought me what I wanted. And I'm like, well, did you do with your life what you really want? Well, no, I did what I thought I should do. But then maybe we all need to learn that really that's not the answer. The answer is be honest with yourself. Have courage and follow that. Don't be afraid of yourself. Don't be afraid of yourself and trust yourself. Or art projects. <laughs> powerful, powerful art projects. Um, so we wanted to ask you right now, you know, we're a wellness show. I don't know if you guys got that message. Um, What are you doing right now currently to stay grounded? I have a really strict meditation practice Mm -hmm. that I do every morning and every evening. I wake up in the morning and do my gratitudes and my affirmations. Um, I live every day as if it may be my last, my lesson with my accident, of course. Um, I live every day um, being of service in some way to respect my beautiful planet that I live on, to think that every day is a blessing and kind of, you know, all these magical people that I encounter or people that come into my life every day and just stay healthy, um, continue to... One thing that I think is really important, with, and you, you are specifically about being grounded, I don't let anything fester. I deal with everything head on. I don't put anything to the side. As soon as it comes, no matter what it is, no matter how scary it might be, I just move through it. Because my lesson of my healing experience and how I work in my practice, I'm a huge believer in quantum physics. So the emotional manifesting itself into the physical. So I'm not going to do anything, you know, to try or try not to do anything to sort of stagnate my chi, my energy flow. So dealing with everything head on, speaking my truth, that's a really big one of being grounded. Every day I speak my truth. 
One of my masters once taught me what anyone else thinks of you, none of your business. I love that. Yeah, it's one of the things that I've carried with me and I will every day. What anyone else thinks of you is none of your business. As long as you're good with you, that's all that matters. But what, just like as devil's advocate for yeah. like, because I feel like I come up against this in my life and we have, we actually were having a conversation like this on the way over here where it's like, if there's a situation that you can tell is like out of alignment or you're not really into what's going on, but you know that there's like something at stake. So it's like to be delicate with your words, like how do you know when to speak or when speak truth or be kid glovey with someone's feelings? Yeah. Well, that's mindfulness, right? So it's being mindful about the journey that someone else might be taking, not judging. It's an old wisdom about don't judge anyone until you've walked seven days in their shoes. And weighing up the situation, balancing the physical and spiritual is now the time to kind of, it's always time to speak your truth. Right. But also trust that gut and intuition because you said to me, it never lets me down. So usually in those situations, our gut will be saying one thing, but our head have come up with it. Our mind will have come up with a million different reasons as to why we shouldn't listen to our gut and intuition. And most of the time we'll go with this. So right. tune into that gut and intuition. I always say I can be in a room full of 100 experts. If it's not sitting right with me, I'm not doing it. And maybe like not drawing any conclusions about the way that you feel. Just Absolutely. Don't, it's it's don't, in the moment. It's not what the moment means. Don't have decided, because this is another thing we do. Most of us decide the outcome before it's even happened, right? Mm. So we've already decided what the outcome is going to be. And usually that is not um, from a place of love. It's from a place of all our fears and doubts and insecurities, you know. So again, it comes back to trusting. Don't sort of, you know, it's about expectation, just allow it to be what it is. Journey with it at that moment. This is the other thing about living in the moment, being present, not looking behind, not looking forward, but being present here and now. That's all we have. And if you remain present, and that's part of being grounded as well, but live in the moment. Very simple. It's a, it's a lot of discipline, though, and a lot of practice. But all of these things, are just little things that you can, like, etch into your day every life, every, daily lives. Like, every day, try making one decision from your gut and intuition and one decision from your head, your mind. Now, we all know what the outcome is going to be of that. And hopefully after you consistently do it, you'll end up trusting this more than this. So it's just like little things that you can fleck in on a daily basis. It's beautiful. Thank Owl, you. we love you. I love you. Don't you guys love her? Isn't she fantastic? So much knowledge. We got to do a whole other show about the animal talking thing. That's a whole, they've got so Is that, many questions. <laughs> yeah, well, we had, we, we had that dog encounter. Yeah, so when she was revealing to me that she spoke, communicated with animals, we were in the um, production company where we film it and a dog that I'd never seen before just turned the corner and came up to her. The, we, there never are dogs in that space. It was like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't there, so I cannot corroborate this. But TV. it was came pretty fantastic. That's yeah, what he say. came to hang out. He came to say hi and hang out. <laughs> Let us know that all was well. He was lovely. Awesome. Yeah. You're <laughs> lovely. Um, tell, uh, since everyone in the room here is in LA, tell us where they can find you. You have a practice here. I do, yeah. You, well, you can visit my website, which is www.thespiritualowl.com. Um, and that has a list of the events and workshops that are upcoming. Um, it's got a bit of information about what I do and some other stuff on there. So, And you can reach out and contact me as well. Um, we're about to be launching my meditation series, which is going to be available through the website and iTunes. Um, yeah, and the vision boards are going to be available. We've got lots happening. Wait, are you doing a guided meditation? 
Yes. Oh my God. The amazing. Dream. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've kind of done, there's going to be a whole series of them. I'm very lucky that um, I've got an amazing composer who's composed all this beautiful meditation music for me and we've been recording those. And one of them is the Aura and Chakra Clearing, which is I'm really excited about, the five-minute meditation. We're going to be doing a whole series. So yeah, they'll be available. And maybe you guys, maybe we can do a live meditation. Yes. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. only meditate to British voices. Yeah. That's my rule. rule. Um, let's manifest that shall we absolutely thank you so much you're so welcome thank you thank you thank you for having me and thank you everybody light and blessings so this is the best what you go you can stay up here for yeah, this. Yeah, I want her to stay. Yeah, okay. sick, sick. Yeah. So um, if you're familiar with the program, you'll know that we do Roses and Thorns, which is the high and the low. And uh, I will say a, a rose of this week was, in addition to being here with all of you guys right now, Steph and I had the opportunity to give a talk on podcasting with a lovely group of, group of women learning how to talk. Um, and... At the end, we all went around and we did Roses and Thorns, which was so spectacular. But I think um, a more apt exercise right now is if some of you could just offer up some roses within your wellness practices right now. And you guys can loiter if you want to. But we'll do a little Sally, Jesse, Alice, Steph. Just living my dream. Whatever. <laughs> Deep rest. What? Oh, wait. Yeah. Didn't tell you say my rose? Yeah, your oh. rose of like in your wellness journey oh, currently. I recently learned transcendental meditation after being against it for many years. Okay. And I've been practicing it and I've been experiencing such deep rest and also deep rest. Like deep sleep. Yeah, yeah. Deep rest. Like recharging my batteries in a way I've never done before. Okay. Slash like personal high fives because I've done it every day and every evening. I've never had a practice where I've been yeah. able to do it in Question. the AM, do it in the PM Was it every expensive? Day. No, because I produced an event for the David Lynch Foundation. Okay. And then I got like in touch with them and they teach people how to do TM or they teach like children, like at risk youth and like uh, soldiers and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> and so I got a discounted rate. So if you guys like are interested in learning, like talk to me and I'll introduce you to my teacher. Yes. It was four hundred and eighty dollars okay. is what I paid. Okay. Because I know Which it I'm is against, a financial I'm, investment. To, I'm so to against. I was so against all of it because I practice vipassana meditation, which is free and is not mantra and mm -hmm. is like against TM. Okay. But now both you're on it amazing and deep rest so good like a tm plug i didn't yes, mean to i, I love it to. i was just like <laughs> deep rest i just wanted to say deep, deep rest that's rest. it that's it yeah that's, that's all i've gotten depressed depressed <laughs> practice this i mean same don't get sometimes. out of bed you guys stay in bed <laughs> dark thoughts let them come in well, who else is like dabbling in something you, on Kelly. the wellness train that's giving them heart flutters? Or it can be a thorny wellness exploration. That's cool, too. We we know that there's both. Um, well, I've always been a writer. I don't like typing on my phone or doing anything on the computer. So now I've started journaling every night instead of playing around with my phone. And it's so nice. And you can kind of like... Write your thoughts, write your goals for the week, and check in. I love checking in on Fridays after, like, doing a week's worth of it. So, like, two minutes, five minutes, an hour, like, whatever I do, it's been helping. So, Wonderful. Yeah. 
Here's your lighter. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? There. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Elisa. Um, so I was brave enough to go meet my spirit guide. So we did a meditation. It was a meet your spirit guide meditation. And I did that. And I feel like I'm in a safer place now because I know who my spirit guides are. So I got really in touch with them. And now I'm very comfortable place where I'm at. And I started doing gratitude list. So it's been really good lately for me and my wellness. What's your spirit guide's name? I have, I had actually a couple of them. Okay. So one of them's actually an uncle of mine that had passed away. And then there was a Sherub angel. And then there was a little boy, but I didn't get to talk to the little boy. So I just know I have three of those. And then I also have a dog as a spirit guide. So fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was How great. expensive is the spirit guide meditation? Um, it was actually at a local like crunching <laughs> numbers. Like that's it what was, I want to know. It, it was actually 20 bucks, which is really good. It was what? I'm sorry. 20 bucks. Oh yeah. Which is super love that. Good. Yeah. So. Budget exploration. I'm all about that. I that's love that, that this has become your like, uh, balance hey, book over hey, here. I'm going to be <laughs> real with everybody. This shit is an investment. And you got it. You also have to have like a heavy filter, like what is worth it and what isn't. Yeah. True. That's what I. That's what I've gleaned from this journey, among other things. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? You guys, come on. Yes. I don't know if this is a rose or a thorn. Okay. I think it's an example of how my practice is um, serving me in a positive way. So I got. I was. My house is burglarized. They took all of what I would have considered all my favorite treasures. But the day after, I woke up and I had this amazing feeling of lightness because I've been working on not having material things identified to my or, or attached to my identity. And I really feel fantastic about it. And I don't think I'll replace those things. Wow. Yes. Amazing. You get two lighters. <laughs> 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 no, I just, it's wonderful <laughs> Steph how about you what how about you me yeah what's you, my all, what's your wellness rose oh okay well I'm standing in the middle of the room <laughs> uh well I've been 99% grain free yeah it's really hard because corn's a grain who knew <laughs> um and so the one thing that my doctor told me, literally, like, I, I was gluten-free for a long time. And I was like, I can have rice. I can have corn. and I can, But no, you can't. But you still want to have that, like, bready experience. It's really sad not to have any carbs in your life at all. It's, it's quite frankly depressing. Um, so I discovered buckwheat as, like, an amazing substitute. And there's this company that makes buckwheat crisps. So that's, like, your cracker vibe. And they're, everyone needs a cracker in their life. And <laughs> a white person. No, okay. Um, <laughs> so they're, I don't speak French. Le pan de, de flor, the bread of flowers, guys, is the name of the company. Pan de fleur. Yeah, that's what she, that, that's it. Uh, and they're 100% buckwheat crisp bread. So that's really exciting. You can probably get those online or at your local Air One. And, but online too, for those listening that aren't here. And then the other thing is these buckwheat crepes. And they make them in Santa Barbara, but 
I'm pretty sure you could just find the recipe online because all it is is buckwheat, grapeseed oil, and sea salt. Yeah, there's no eggs. There's no, it's, it's, I don't know what the magic is, but it exists. And it's like a major rose for me. Before I made a little roll-up with a garlic spread and a little goat cheese and some salmon and the buckwheat crepe. And I was like, I'm eating real food again. It was Mazel like, tub. yeah, because I can't have crepes either because of eggs. So that's my rose. That sounds like a thorn into a rose. You know, it's not really a thorn because every time I would eat grains, I would feel terrible. I guess that's thorn. the thorn. Just like the world that we live in yeah. is built on a bed of thorns. Yes. That I'm rising through as a rose. Yeah. Yay. 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 <laughs> what about you? Ooh, I feel like... <laughs> Judging by my bank account, there's been a lot going on. Um, I how much say, does that cost? How much does that cost? Um, I will say that, you know, I've talked about this a bit on the show, but I started um, doing improv classes just to kind of like, you know, just bring it to the new level. Let's get comfortable with not knowing stuff. And um, I'm on level three now. And it's, I love that this room has taken to snaps as a I know, mode it's of really good. It's real good. <laughs> We've all come together on that. And I had um, in this round, you went to a show I did a couple years ago. Right, right. But I, I did a show with a group of people from my class, like on a Saturday night. And, it, you know, and it was just like scary, which is exactly why I did it. And I just it's a great example of like if something freaks you out, like absolutely do it. So I did it, and it's fun, and I had a lot. I had a blast. Oh, that was Yay. more of a question. Oh, question. <laughs> but yeah, wait. Hold so on. With, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much does that cost? <laughs> oh, I got that for you. Um, a, a, I take it at IO West, and it's. I think it's for like eight weeks, and it's three hundred and eighty dollars. Pretty. Put that in your bank book, you guys. Yeah. So three. I mean, I'd love a discount iOS, but. <clears throat> Put that on your vision board, yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> I think that's coming from ego. Yeah, so. that's so true. So really no, good of you to discern. Not gonna. I don't um, know how you would put that on your vision board. Just write it out, and then right. you'd use glitter pens. Right. And you. I want put a it on discount there. spiritual section. <laughs> Because that's spiritually aligned. Talk about the cyberbullying bot thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so um, another thing I've spoken about recently is how I'm very much into um, cyberbullying. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Vice News on HBO every night is really like feeding my soul in terms of needing the information of what's going on in this world. And uh, yesterday they were talking about Google is putting together a cyberbullying bot that you can basically... Um, tailor to however amount of negativity you want in your sphere of what you're consuming on the internet. So there's like different levels and it seemed pretty fascinating. It seemed like Google's really trying to like manage people's internet wellness experience. Right. Which it's so grim. We are all about. So. Totally. Rose to Google. That's a macro rose. Totally. Is there? Uh, oh, I think it's a Google feature. Right. I think it probably cost. Yeah, it's, it's a feature that they're trying to roll out because people are like, remember you know. when they did the drunk texting thing? Oh, I didn't make this up. I swear. That's <laughs> <laughs> just my fantasy. No, uh, there was like a thing where you like couldn't send emails like past a certain time because people are normally intoxicated during right. those hours. 
This is a real thing. All right, you guys weren't there. Never mind. We weren't there. <laughs> I feel like that was real, or maybe I just made that up in my dreamland where I was like, Google puts a filter on what I'm allowed to send past midnight. I think but that really happened. I think you can you can do settings. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that seems. We. I feel like we're in a technological phase where <laughs> that seems real, like a realistic thing. Yeah. Um, what, what about else is realistic is how much we adore that you guys are here. Can we just ask the, the owl for a rose and a thorn? Oh, yes, of course. Is that too much to put you on the spot? I don't think my, oh, my mic is still working. I didn't think yeah. it was. Yeah. So what was the question? Do you have a rose or a thorn that you would like to share something that's going on in your life or a discovery you've made? Um, just keeping balance. Mm. Rose. Rose, definitely. Yeah, there's, I've got an awful lot going on at the moment. And it's kind of even when I do what I do, it's not allowing myself to kind of um, feel overwhelmed and just keep the balance. And that's when I return kind of to uh, my meditation practice. You know what my rose is? My rose is being by the water. Ooh. Going to the ocean and just connecting. There's a, a great thing I love to do. I love to get my shoes off and connect with the earth or the sand or just something very, you know, earthy. That keeps me grounded. That's my rose. The water, the ocean. I love that. Simple. And you know what? It costs nothing. Yes. There you go. You're speaking my language. Love that, love that. It's free. Can, I, right. just, well, can I just say something very yeah. quickly? I just want to say something to that lovely lady down there. Do you know what? It's amazing how, again, another one of my masters once taught me, everything comes back to you. And it's very, it's very true. It's very true. And also, I just want to say, I've just sec- opened my second practice in Santa Barbara. Oh, wow. I love Santa Barbara, where your biscuits where are. Where the crepes where your live. How much does that cost? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> well, I'll have to come there. <laughs> come visit. Awesome. I'm here still, too. Go for the crepes, stay for the owl. There you go. <laughs> or other way around. Other Go way for the around. owl, stay for the crepes. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Yes. I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Sambari. And, and I'm a spiritual owl. Yeah. Namaste listening. Wait. Oh, yeah. Out. We're going to have the lovely Hale Appleman and Kaylee Cole play, play us, us out, out, right? This is my favorite song of all time. <laughs> so everybody... I like it better than Take It Easy by the Eagles. <laughs> what? Thank it's true. You. I don't lie. Thank you all so much for coming. Yeah. Love you guys. Do you guys, do you guys want a lighter too? Yeah, for your participation. I already got one for being depressed. Oh, you don't get that. Deep rest. Deep rest. Hi, guys. Okay, this is Stephanie's favorite song. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Giving less fucks and watching more months go by. Giving less fucks and watching old feelings die Cause perfection never works out right Direction's just the way you point, you know So maybe before you suck on my virtue You should beg of yourself instead Cause I'm gonna fuck it all up and then I'm gonna fuck it all up again I went and sold my only bed Couldn't you fuck yourself instead? And maybe being alone Is my best option Maybe losing my phone Is the best call for a while Maybe taking the long way home 
towards my salvation is the only option this time around. Giving less fucks and watching a new age rise. Giving less fucks and watching old structures die. Since our kings are, f- since our kings are fools in swivel chairs, just tossing money at themselves, you know. So maybe I'm overruling the boardroom, squeezing the system, looking sad. And I'd rather fuck it all up, and then I'd wanna fuck it all up again. I went and sold my only bed. Couldn't you fuck yourself instead? And the truth is in the ones coming on up. Knowing themselves through the blind simplicity of a circle, please suck on your own virtue. Cause maybe being alone is my best option. Maybe losing my phone. Is the best call for a while. Maybe taking the long way home towards my salvation is the only option this time around. <sighs> Sorry, mom, about your roof, your life, the mortgage. Sorry, Dad, about your rules, ideas, missed fortunes. Sorry for a whole entire line of generations strangling their baby, their father, their mama, and strangling their boys into little old men. Thanks, guys. Kaylee Cole. I'm Mihail Appleman. Thank you for listening. Namaste.